All right, good afternoon, Wave fans. Welcome to episode four of the Jimmy O Show. Coming here to you live from my front porch on a beautiful New Orleans afternoon. Um, may, may get it, may get some snow this afternoon. We'll see, but uh, I mean, this weekend, uh, hopefully not. I, my kids would like it. I wouldn't as much, uh, but it, it's perfect right now. Uh, looking forward to a big weekend. Uh, with Tulane basketball red hot right now with a home game against SMU on Saturday. I'm going to be joined here. It's going to be a little different. I'm going to be joined here by Kelly Camarda. Uh, Kelly and I are sort of working together on all of this, the Jimmy O show and, and the different things going on on the Fear of the Wave Network. And so we'll talk a little bit about that and a uh, big episode of the Fear of the Wave cast he has coming up. And then... Um, just generally on 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 how we think the show's gone so far. So, uh, Kelly, welcome. How are you doing? Really well. Thanks, Jimmy. I appreciate it, and uh, look forward to being a guest for once and not uh, behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's uh yeah. You've been do- <laughs> been doing quite a bit behind the scenes. I don't think you know. I I uh, I've I've enjoyed uh, my my very small fame from the Jimmy O show and people telling me they really like the show i don't think they realize the work that goes on to sort of get everything done and behind the scenes and i appreciate everything you and everybody else have been doing for us of course man it's uh you know it's a passion project it's our passion right tulane athletics well that it is and and so i i've i've you know i've mentioned it a couple times on the show and um you know i kind of wanted one of the reasons i wanted to have you on is really to kind of talk about our, our deeper passion project uh, that we're working on because um, I think we're days away from an announcement now. And so let, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the, the NIL program that we are launching and um, you know, and, and what we hope to see out of it. Does that sound good to you? Sounds great to me. All right. So, so yeah. Um, no, I said, go for it. All right. So, where we are right now is uh, th- these shows are great in the sense that it allows us to sort of promote the great student a- athletes that we have and, and, and give some visibility to them. But, but that's by no means where we're stopping. So what you will be seeing in the coming days is the establishment of a um, company that we started. Um, we're, Kelly and I, along with one other, are the founding members of a LLC that will, that is being formed for the express purposes of, of helping to generate and facilitate name, image, and likeness deals for Tulane athletes. Uh, Kelly, you've been doing a lot of the work behind the scenes, so I'll, I'll sort of turn it over to you to kind of talk about the framework and, and what we hope uh, goal-wise uh, coming out of this thing. Sure. There's... Uh it's called FTW collective group or fear the wave collective group. And our goal, our initial goal is to raise a hundred thousand dollars to help promote name, image, and likeness deals for Tulane athlete athletes and student athletes. Um, You can give any amount. We're, We're not putting a minimum donation amount on this. We're not putting a maximum donation amount on this either. So you can give any amount and all of the proceeds, um, will go towards either, uh, you know, some very minor expenses and the rest is going all to the student athletes. This is a completely not-for-profit venture. 
Um, we have applied for nonprofit status with the IRS and are awaiting our uh, that decision. That decision is going to take some months now, but um, we're really excited to help Tulane student athletes take advantage of their newly acquired uh, opportunities through the NIL legislation. And it's incumbent upon businesses and people who have legitimate reasons to have name, image, and likeness deals with players to step forward and create those opportunities that are mutually beneficial both to the business and to the student athlete. Yep. And, and, and so, you know, we, we did a little research on this and, you know, we, we saw some models across the country and, and, and Kelly mentioned that our IRS application is pending. We're, we're pretty hopeful that that status will be granted. We see that University of Texas, for example, is promoting, <coughs> or I guess boosters of, or, or supporters of that program are promoting a similar program with similar purposes. Uh, they, but they are not yet granted status and uh, SMU is doing a similar thing. And so we, we have every expectation that the IRS is going to agree that this is a legitimate purpose for a nonprofit. Um, but, you know, these, the red tape takes a little time and it's taking time for people across the country. Um, really, Kelly, and, and you tell me if you have even more expansive goals. Really, when I look at this, I kind of see two main services we're providing um, uh, with, with this program. Number one is if, uh, you know, and it, it's kind of like there's a charity side and there's a business side. And on the charity front, one of the problems you encounter, let's say, because we, we've seen some of these deals get done. If you're an individual and you want to see, uh, uh, and you're a big supporter of, say, um, uh, the Gleason Foundation or Team Gleason or, or Son of a Saint or uh, Bless 26 or any one of these great charities we have around, okay? Um, and you don't really have a need for a player to promote your business, but you want to see a player get a name, image, and likeness deal, and you want to see this charity promote it, where the purpose of us setting up this structure is to have a nonprofit to which you give money we help, we then get that money into the hands of the student athlete and then have, and then facilitate that student athlete using their name, image, and likeness to promote that charity. So if you're a donor and you want, and you have a specific charity in mind, you have input, you, you, you tell us where you want that money to go and we will do what we can to make that happen. That, that, that the, that the player, when I say where to go, which charity you want that player to support. And then we'll, we'll do our best to make that happen. That that player, that, that player gets the money and that player then promotes the charity. Um, the other thing is, you, you know, and then of course, if you give money and you don't have a specific charity, we'll identify charities that we like and support and, and make that happen. No matter what, we'll make sure that the player is doing what the legislation allows in order to get the money and that they're getting the money. Okay. And so I'll kind of look at it as in those scenarios, a win-win-win situation. You know, the, the the donor is winning because they're giving money to the player that they want, but then they're also getting a tax deduction for it. The player is getting money because they're profiting off their name, image, and likeness. And then the the charity or the business that they support um, wins because of the increased exposure and the benefits that they get from the brand that the player brings to the table. So, you know, it, it's it's to deal with a lot of regulation and red tape, but ultimately it's a pretty simple purpose. 
and uh, something we're excited about. The other side of the coin is if you're a business owner, you know, you don't need us by any stretch to make a deal with a name, a name, image, and likeness deal with a player. You can go out and make a deal with any of these players that you want to have those players promote your business. And if you got an idea, we encourage you to do that. <clears throat> what we're sort of offering on the business side is merely to be a facilitator. If you have a business, you want a player, but you need ideas in terms of who to use and, and, and how to have that, that promotion done, we're happy, again, not-for-profit, for free, to sort of try to help you in that process and encourage you to use Tulane student-athletes for that purpose. So that's that's sort of what I the, the roles we I see as servant. Kelly, is there anything else you you well, to see there? Yeah, I think it's just want to make clear that we're not agents. We're not, um, you know, we're not working on behalf of the player. We're not working on behalf of the, the company. We are merely, as you said, facilitators. We are a third party. <laughs> will help you um, do it the right way. We have some knowledge of the process and some knowledge of the paperwork required. And we can make sure that you can connect with a Tulane student athlete to promote your business or charity. So we're here with the sole goal of promoting Tulane student athletes and helping them to take advantage of this NIL legislation. Um, you know, it, it's something that the schools can't do directly. So us as alumni and fans and supporters have to step up and take a lead role in this. Right. And, you know, it, it goes back to that idea of passion project. That's where we start. I'll come back to the idea. That's the reason we're doing this. I mean, if you know, if you follow Tulane Athletics, you, you you may know that Kelly and I are pretty vocal supporters out there of these guys, and, and we're doing this for free. You know, uh, there's a lot of middlemen out there that make money. <laughs> Maybe we're stupid, but we're not in it for the money. We're in it for 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 the betterment of the program and the betterment of these kids. And so, you know, that's why we're doing it. Uh, we hope that you know we'll demonstrate that to you if you reach out to us, and we hope that you consider giving to the fun and so that we can really grow this into something that's a real attraction to student athletes at Tulane and a benefit, a net benefit to the program. Um, I left out a big part. We're also going to be using these funds to have guests on the Jimmy O show and the fear of the wave cast. We're going to be able to pay those athletes, student athletes for their time um, and to use their name, image, and likeness as, um, ambassadors or spokespeople for fear of the wave and the Jimmy O show. Um, and we have some benefits to individual donors, people who want to give money. If you give more than $250 uh, to the fund, we're going to have a special meet and greet at some point with the um, spokespeople for the fear of the wave that we, we choose throughout the year, the student athletes where they, you'll be able to go and meet them and take pictures with them, get autographs from them. And um, that's going to be a, a really fun event we're going to put on probably sometime in the fall during football season. Right. I mean, look, it, 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 uh, I love those benefits and, and look, we're, we're open to feedback and suggestions. If, if, if you want to give money to, to the program and you say, Hey, you know, what would be really cool is if you get the guys did X, Y, or Z. Look, if there's something that's within our power to make happen, we're, we're happy to consider it. Um, you know, because ultimately the, the people that are going to benefit most are the kids that we cheer every Saturday in football and then all the days of the week in the other sports. So um, welcome aboard. Uh, all of you are interested. You'll be seeing some things coming in the coming days. 
on social media or if you need to reach out to me, you can find me on a, you know, I'm easy to find. Uh, send me an email, whatever. R- reach out to me, reach out to Kelly, look out for the social media, but the, the ways to participate will be available in the, in a real near future. So Kelly, so let me, let me use that and then transition, you know, let's talk about the student athletes and, and really it, part and parcel excuse me i dropped the phone and they went to driving mode again. <laughs> i'm on the porch not driving um um part and parcel with that is is look at the first two guys we've had on huh? um what do you think of the tajay spears interview the nick anderson interview what do you think of them in terms of spokespeople uh potential spokespeople and and just all around great dudes you know, after the Nick Anderson interview, I texted a member of this Tulane football staff and said, if Nick Anderson ran for Congress in five years, he would win in a landslide. I mean, right. he is, he's that impressive of a guy. I think that we picked or you picked two of the, um, you know, the not only the best players on the team, but the best people on the team. They are extremely impressive. And Tulane athletics is filled with guys just like him. And yeah. there's several more that we'll uncover over the course of the year and, and the, the coming months that um, you may not know a lot about. They may not even play a lot, but they're incredibly impressive people and will be leaders in our communities and in the Tulane community for a long time in the future. Yep. I mean, I, and that's what I come away with. I mean, I, I love watching Nick play and Tajay play and, I'm really excited about what we're going to see next fall, but I mean, man, it's just, it's such, it's such a cool thing to just get to know these guys. I mean, you know, you look at all the problems in the world we see, and then like you kind of can get you down. And then it's really cool to be able to spend time with guys like that and say, you know what? We're not all screwed. (laughs) They're really, really impressive, amazing people out there who can make a difference. And, you know, uh, and so this is just, you know, part of what we're doing to kind of, help, help those people step to the forefront. They'll be the leaders of the future. There's no doubt in my mind. So, um, you know, one of the other guests, the first guest was coach Fritz. Uh, right now we're still Kelly, uh, in a search for some key staff, uh, members. Um, you know, I guess just really quickly, you know, what, what are you hoping to see in terms of, uh, officer coordinator? Uh, you, you, you do a really good job with scheme considerations and all that throughout the season. What are you hoping to see out of a two-lane offense next year? I hope they go a little bit more back to the basics of what they do well. I hope that the running uh, running game comes back to the forefront. We saw from the Cincinnati game on when running the ball became a little bit more of a priority uh, due to Michael Pratt's injuries. We saw the offense control the ball a little bit better. Uh, it helped out the defense a lot. Um, but I want to see somebody who can get back to running the ball but also open up Michael Pratt. Um, he is an extremely talented quarterback who has just scratched the surface. And I think if we get somebody who can uh, mold him and take him to the next level, use not only the, you know, not only stretch the field vertically, but horizontally as well, make it, make the opponents defend the entire field. That's something that I'd, I'd really like to see in our next offensive coordinator, but I have all the confidence in the world in coach Fritz. He's been doing this forever. He's one of the winningest coaches in college football history. He's going to take his time and make the right hire. It may not be a quick hire, but it's going to be the right hire. Yeah. I'm with you. How much ever time it takes is okay with me as long as we get the right guy, you know, and, and, um, 
you know, I, I think some of the things he said on the show really ring out, and I, and I know he's taking his time with it, you know, but but the things that really stuck out to me was that with this hire, he's looking for a guy who is not married to his system as much as understanding who his best guys are and how to best get the ball in their hands. In other words, you know, the inside zone or the counter may not be the best play for one running back, but it might be the best play for another. And understanding which players are better at what and really accentuating what they bring to the table, um, highlighting their, their individual attributes versus just sort of a global plug-and-play type of situation. And then, you know, the other thing that, um, you know, of course he talked about the complimentary football aspect of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and you mentioned that. But, I mean, that, that is part of the deal is, like, you don't want to necessarily be slow, but you want an offense that, that understands the, the sort of the fit between the offensive defense and that you're on the same page in terms of a, a game-by-game plan. So I think he'll – I think he'll nail it. Um, and, and you know, what I'm hearing behind the scenes in terms of the type of guys looking at um, gives me confidence. But, you know, you know, sometimes those guys are wanted by, by really large programs, too, and you got to kind of let that all those chips fall to sort of figure out uh, where it's going to land. So I'm, I'm sure we'll know something soon. Um, and, Kelly, you know, one more – one last thing is we, we, we'd be remiss. We, we're primarily about football, or I have been. But we are seeing something pretty special happening uptown on the on the on the court as well, aren't we? Yeah, last night the the wave went up to Wichita and near my neck of the woods and, and knocked off Wichita State. Um, Noble days stepping in to take a huge charge to win the game. It was, uh, <laughs> you know, I turned the game on a couple minutes in and, and we were down by a lot already, and, and we never once lost confidence. We never. Um, our intensity never really wavered. I think that coach Hunter really has the uh, pulse of this team and he's got these guys playing really hard for him. And I don't think they're ever out of a game at this point. I think they've got enough talent now uh, to where if you take one guy away, one of the Jalen's away, the other Jalen's going to go off. Um, You know, you're getting some good complimentary basketball from Sion James um, and Kevin Cross is in the top 10 in about five different statistics in, in the American Conference. So, you know, we've got some talent. Um, we've got guys that have been in the program a couple of years now. And Coach Hunter's, um, you know, matchup zone is, is really starting to click for some of these guys. And the shots started to fall in the second half a little bit better. And it made all the difference in the world. Um, big game on Saturday against SMU in, at De- in Devlin. Um, you know, we, we need – People in the, in the stands. We need some support. Absolutely. Right. And I'm going to be in that number uh, unless uh, one of my kids derails that. But I, I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think I'll be there. Uh, you know, and, and you touched on something there that I think is is true across all sports. And, and I know on those baseball teams you've played on, you observed this. It's the confidence and what it brings when you're confident in what you're doing as a team and, and – um, you know, in your belief that if you stuck to what the plan, you know, stick to the plan, stick to our principles, that good things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, you look at some of the losses they had earlier in the season before the COVID shut down, Kelly, and there are games they should have won. But they kind of they kind of blinked um, in my, you know, amateur opinion, looking at basketball. But it just seemed like they blinked. They, they sort of wavered. 
And, uh, you know, that was the big difference between an early season two-lane team and this team is, is they sort of, in that Memphis game and Cincinnati game, you know, they developed a lot of confidence that in, in what they're doing and their ability to compete in this league. And, you know, now that they're, they're sort of over that hump, you know, I think you're just looking at a much different team. I mean, Wichita won the league last year. You're playing in their building. You know, I don't know what the crowd was, but I, w- I would imagine it was pretty close to a packed house just knowing how that program supported there. And so that was a hostile environment against a good team. And you came back from down 14 to win. To me, as good as beating Cincinnati was and as good as beating Memphis is, that by far is the most impressive win uh, of this season and gives me really a lot of hope looking forward. Yeah, never underestimate, you know, what it feels like to be on, on a team that's on a roll. Once you get on a roll, you feel like no matter what happens, no matter what adversity you face, ultimately you're going to come through. And I think, you know, um, once we started to see those W's pile up, even though we lost the East Carolina game in past years, that would have derailed us. This mm-hmm. year, we, we treated that as like a, huh, they, yeah, you got, us this, you got us this time, but it was lucky. You'll never right. get us again. You know, so – this is a huge game for confidence. It's a huge game for, for the standings here um, to go the first round of conf- conference and beat SMU, Cincinnati, Memphis, and Wichita State would be something. Right. I'm with you, man. Well, look, that's going to wrap it up here. I, uh, the sun is quickly setting behind me. I'm losing daylight. I don't even know I'm going to be visible to my viewers. And while uh, production quality is not the most important aspect of the Jimmy O show. I do like to give some floor and I'm starting to worry we're, we're getting below that floor. Uh, I tried to give you that New Orleans feel sitting on the porch here, folks, but you know, hopefully the background noise with the cars and the setting sun uh, don't, don't you know, affect the quality too much. Um, but Kelly, thank you for joining me. Uh, one last thing uh, before we go, this is all going to be the only Jimmy O show of this week uh, in part because I want to get out of the way because the Fear the Way cast, Kelly's pod, uh, audio podcast, has a pretty big guest coming up. Kelly, you want to tell everybody who you got coming up? Sure. I'm sitting down with Tulane Athletic Director Troy Dannon, and we're going to have a, an in-depth interview that we're taping tomorrow morning. This is uh, We're taping this on Thursday night, so it'll be taping on Friday morning and should be out in the coming days. Look at it. Uh, look for it at uh, fearthewave.substack.com and on Twitter and YouTube. Awesome, buddy. I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I'm going to listen to it as soon as it's available. And, and folks, uh, th- that's going to do it. Thank you very much from the Jimmy O Show, the Fear the Wave cast, and all of the Fear the Wave network of uh, shows. Maybe this family will grow one day, but right now those are the two shows. And uh, be on the lookout for the things from the FTW, Fear the Wave Collective, about the NIL deals. We look forward to working with all of you in the future. Roll Wave. Roll Wave. All right.